0: Hello, and welcome to the Bride Center Podcast. I'm your host, Essie Gordon, and I'm here to treat brides like I tend to the bar. So mix yourself a cocktail, and let's talk all things weddings. Um, and all that is true. You know, I'm definitely, you know, tending to the brides, especially our corona brides right now. Um, but today... I have Phil Valaro back on from After Hours DJ and Music, and we're going to talk about something a little bit bit different today, which is, you know, with all the changes that we've seen in the industry and, you know, things having been canceled, postponed, um, turned smaller, moved to next year, um, you know, businesses have really had to pivot changing their way of thinking, changing the way that they operate. Um, And I wanted to bring on somebody who has, you know, been in business a long time, is also dealing, you know, um, with all the disarray that's been going on in the world and kind of see like what we can do right now to stay relevant in a time where our industry is a little bit, you know, Irrelevant, so to say. So, Phil, thank you so much for coming on the podcast today.
1: Yes. Hey, what's going on? Hello, everyone.
0: <laughs> um, honestly, through this Phil like last minute today. Uh <laughs> but, <laughs> but I was like, you know what? Nobody could shoot the shit better than me and you, you know? So right. you go girl. <laughs> I was like, you know we don't need to prepare anything. Nope. Because we we just have it going on. So I literally had no worry in throwing this on you last minute. <laughs> Bring it on. So with everything that's been going on, I mean, you and I obviously, you know, have talked about this and and I work on the venue side as all of our listeners should probably know by now. I'm a I'm a planner. By trade, um, I worked in the corporate sector of events and public relations prior to moving over to the social side and whether you work in corporate events, social events, um, nonprofit, all of that is completely just pretty much shut down right now. Um, yep. we're, you know we we're able to here in New York hold events for up to 50 people now. But when, you, when you're in a region where most weddings are, you know, that 150 plus uh, people, it's a, it's a little bit more difficult to scale back uh, oh. to, you know, a number of 50. So, you know, Phil, I wanted to hear on your end, um, have you seen most of your weddings move dates or did you see people scaling back and doing smaller events? Like, how's it going for you?
1: Uh, I would say probably like out of uh, scale one to 10, probably about eight are moving all their weddings to next year. And like the other two are actually going through with it and just scaling it down because they really, really, really want to get married. And the date means something to them and they're able to scale it down and just do 50 people. And they don't care that they, they can't dance. They just want to be with loved ones and embrace in the day.
0: Yeah. I mean, everybody has such a different feeling about what's going on. Right. Um, I I will say on my end as well, you know, I did have a few clients that they ended up getting married, you know, I, on the date that they had originally chosen, but for the most part, uh, right. pretty much everything has moved to 2021. And, You know, I'm hoping on our end that by 2021, you know, things will have returned to somewhat of normalcy. We're praying. (laughs) We can only pray. I mean, I've had a lot of friends even who reach out to me who are, you either move their wedding to next year or are in the midst of planning their 2021, early 2022 wedding And they're like, you know, do you think I have anything to worry about? I was like, God, I hope not.
1: Oh, my God. I know.
0: But, you know, I definitely, this is so not, the hardest part of this whole thing is it being completely out of our control. Right. And um, I'm really bad at relinquishing control (laughs) let alone something that is so i mean it's not just our industry that's experiencing this um it's pretty much everywhere but when you think about all the business that you know has not gone through and that a lot of businesses might not be able to survive right um that's that's the big that's the real like crisis within all of this yeah so with like our industry completely just being you know like kind of shut down for as long as it was and now slowly coming back just a little bit over the past five months um hotels venues they weren't open a lot of regulations on how to operate have come out, you know, from the governor for um, how many people you're allowed to have at an event, which for us is 50 people. Um, What are some things that After Hours has been up to in this time?
1: Uh, Basically, we've still been doing everything on phone, um, obviously computer, website, Zoom conferencing, and as much as we can to book new weddings for next year and for 2022. Um, you got to remember, there's a lot, a lot, a lot of brides out there that still are working. They have their jobs, whether they're teachers or in healthcare, or they have jobs that never, you know, were affected. So they still want to act like everything is normal, spend their money, plan their dream wedding. So we've been busy with that for all the brides that are affected by uh, COVID for this year. We've been busy every day with emails and phone calls, moving dates, still to the end of this year, if the brides are hopeful, and moving to next year in 2022. And that in itself takes me days because you have to go over new dates that the bride wants, her family wants, the hall has opened, and all her vendors are open, her photographer, her DJ, her wedding planner, her, you know, her a special MC that she wants to be there. So all those things intertwined, we have to find the perfect date for her to move to for next year. And that takes sometimes all day. By the time you get in touch with all your staff, the client and the bride gets in touch with the catering hall and their family members, it takes forever to lock down a new date. Some of the brides um, give me months to pick and they say, oh, out of these three months next year, what are some good dates you are open? Then they go to the venue and say, these are five dates that I want. What do you have open? And then we pick one of them and that's what she chooses. So we've been very busy with that. Uh, Plus, it's a great time for us right now to um, rescale our company and, you know, go through a lot of our equipment and gear and vans, and do a lot of paperwork and materials and update a lot of our our stuff on our website and just do a lot of like minor things that we always let fall to the wayside that weren't important. But now that we've been sitting around, not doing anything for five, six months, we have time to do it. Just like if you were a homeowner and you were never home, now you've been home for five months, you're going to paint the house wash the cars, you know, do something special in the backyard. So we have a lot of time to play with to do that. And we're just doing a lot of things to keep ourselves busy.
0: Right. Um, I know just with everything that's been going on, um, in order to keep myself busy and whatnot, obviously, you know, I started the podcast, which has been great, but it also it's a lot more work than I was expecting (laughs) it to be. I mean, it's honestly, it's good. It's keeping me busy. It's keeping me, um, you know, motivated, you know, throughout this time and whatnot. But it's also shown me that there's a lot to technology that I need to be like aware of, um, and, you know, how to record properly. And like, these are all things that Honestly, um, I usually look to my friend Eric to, like, do. And Uh I couldn't even, you know, at the beginning, like, we weren't seeing each other for all this time and whatever. So I had to figure it out all on my own. And I'm like, oh, shit. (laughs) I was like, who put me in charge of that? But it's, you know what? It's it's a way to grow um, in something that I might not have had the time to do beforehand. So...
1: Gotcha. You
0: know, it's a good thing. Um, You know, with with what's been going on and all the regulations being very strict, what are like some of the ways that you've had to pivot and change to meet new enforced standards?
1: Uh, Well, of course, like I said, we've been doing everything over the phone and, you know, Zoom, whatever, because we couldn't have everybody come into the office and we didn't want to have contact with anybody. Uh, So that's been working well, which we know because a lot of places have been under lockdown. Uh, but a lot of things we've been doing is a, we feel bad for all of our clients and our brides, because even though we're affected, the brides affected more because she puts so much time and money and, uh, sensitivity into picking a date and now she can't have her wedding. So you got to really feel for them. You know, I know business is business, but you also have to, uh, be nice and, and really, um, have a bedside manner when dealing with your clients and you got to feel for them. They, they can't have their wedding now whether it was March, April, May, or even coming up in October. And, you know, you really got to handle them with kid gloves and make them feel like they're family and help them through the whole moving process. So that alone has been keeping us busy. And I enjoy doing it because we're helping them and I don't want to give them a hard time. And we're not charging them extra. We're not giving them a, a, a moving fee because some vendors and some venues are doing that. So I'm really trying to make it as easy as possible for them. The other thing we've been doing is giving people discounts that are not working uh, because they don't have a job, but they still want to book a wedding. So we've been dealing with that and helping them out um, with a nice, like Corona discount that we're offering right now. Even if your wedding is in 2022, you know, we're doing whatever it can to help you. Uh, the other thing that I did this year, which is very important. And I know um, SD you're also an efficient as well, is we've been offering services to marry a lot of these couples at their houses at parks, at beaches. And we've been doing so many this summer being that it's so nice outdoors because all these clients want to get married on their wedding day, even though they move the wedding to next year. So we've been marrying them. We go right to their house outside a park, a beach, and it's all legal. We do it and they're married and they're happy. So we're able to generate money like that as well coming in, um, which we can't go to a catering hall and work, which, you know, that sucks too. So we've been living and you know surviving by that as well.
0: Yeah, I mean I don't know how like you know we haven't like officiated a wedding together yet, <laughs> but like you know, I if anybody's listening, like we're right here and we're like ready, willing, and able to rock your ceremony. Let's like, go. Let's like let's do this. You will not be sorry. I will just leave it at that. Um, fun
1: fun will be had by all.
0: It re- it really will. It really will, <laughs> and it it will be it will be a ceremony to remember.
1: That's right.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, what was I ask you that I was just thinking about? I mean, also in this time, and you know, um, we had mentioned it on the last episode that you were on, is that you had taken you know your snack truck out to like all like. For all the first responders and whatnot, which I think was just like a really nice thing to do, and it was also, um, you know, a good way to market yourself as well. You know, a lot of first responders, you know, they, you know, they went through the tough time with everything going on, and yeah, and uh, you know, and they're getting married also, and you right. never, you never know who you who you'll meet. You know, just just with exactly. the snap truck on the. Right, now.
1: <laughs> right. Well, like I said, that's why I felt the need to help all of our brides and grooms because so many people on Long Island getting married are nurses, are doctors, are first responders, EMS, EMTs, police officers, fire department. Everybody gets a discount because I feel for you and they're helping us through this time of need and uh, especially this time of uncertainty. We don't know what's going on. And you don't know, you know, who is is out there doing what. So anytime I can help, it, it's so grateful to do. And as far as the snack truck, yeah, uh, we went into the city. You know, we were there for two weeks during the riots. And we just fed all the first responders and all the police officers because I felt there was a time to, to give back.
0: Yeah. No, and I agree with you on that. Um, I think that now is the time, you know, and especially through this whole quarantine to 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 give back to our first responders who throughout this were try- doing whatever they could to keep everybody safe. Of course. Now, with everything going on and everything being, you know, smaller crowds and having to wear masks and whatnot. Yep. Where, where do you think that the future of weddings is kind of going to go and not just weddings events in general.
1: Yes. Um, well, the way they're going to go is basically as of right now, people are still having events and it's for 50 people. So we can still come in. You could have a DJ, you could have a snack truck. You could have us officiate and marry you. You could have musicians, anything um, whether it's indoor or outdoor, which is really fine. Uh, The future is it's only going to get better. It's only going to open up. You're going to have more people. And the other thing is you got to think outside the box too. A lot of people moving and having weddings outside or at their houses. So we're going to go back to like, you know, the 90s where people did a lot of weddings at their houses, whether it was 50, 80, 100, 200 people. And it's on private property. It's where you want to have it. And you're going to invite all your friends and neighbors so you can still have a great time all your loved ones and your friends and family will be there and we can still come. And, you know, in this day and age, tents are not like they used to be. You could have a grand huge tent and fit a million people under it and all your vendors and your DJ and photo booths and stuff like that. So it's really something else that you can do. And to tell you the truth, a lot of brides are doing that. I would say like 30% of Corona brides are not moving their weddings. They're having them this summer and this fall and they're just going to an outside venue or their house or somewhere or a farm or a field and, and just doing it. And it's different. And it's, you know, you have to think outside the box and you have to not let this pandemic get the best of you. And you got to really think and be on your feet and do something different.
0: Yeah. And I, I agree with you that I think so much is going to move to outside. I also think that I do believe that weddings will come back where there will be large crowds, but I think throughout this time that, it has shown people that you don't need to have the amount of people at a wedding that you thought that you needed before in order for it to feel special. And I think a lot of people will cut on their lists for the future.
1: Yes. Correct.
0: Which I mean, in my personal opinion, I don't think is such, is such a bad thing because yes, where we do want to see, you know the big crowds and whatnot, and a return to normalcy. I think this this time in the world has kind of showed everybody that, you know, in a way, you can deal with less. Not yeah. only can you deal with less, you could be happy with less. And you know, um, it's the people like you want the people who matter to you most around. You don't. You're. It's. It's not about the show anymore.
1: Correct. Right. And the other thing is, too, you know what they say, the more family, the more drama.
0: <laughs> Honestly, yes. I, yes. I, I feel like definitely like the people, the brides and grooms who are usually the most stressed out are the ones who are having the bigger crew. Right. So
1: I'm, I'm with you on that.
0: Yeah. So, I mean, sometimes less is more. Um, and, you know, it's showing that at, at the time, like there's no wrong thought of the full big wedding and you want to wait it out, like to have that, there's nothing wrong with that. But if you decide to go in a, in a different direction and you want a smaller group and you know, you don't want to wait as long, like there's nothing wrong with that either. There's no, there's no right or wrong in this scenario. It's just whatever feels best to you.
1: Yeah. Same way. I feel the same way.
0: Yeah. So now most of your stuff moved to next year. You still have some stuff like on the books here on Long Island for smaller groups, yeah?
1: uh, Yeah, of course. And, you know, we still have a lot of brides that are in limbo because they don't know what they're going to do for October, November, if they're going to move yet. So they're still hopefully going to have the wedding. And we have to see, you know, every week it's something different with the state or even by September 1st, we'll see. Um, but then I do have a lot of brides that are just very, very, very smart and they know nothing's going to get better. And they just moved it anyway. They moved it a full year away or even into 2022. And they say, Hey, I've been engaged for two years. What's another year and a half. I'll save more money or, you know, I'll go on my honeymoon. <laughs> in oh my God. I'll go, I'll go enjoy Aruba and then I'll get married a year later. Like you got to laugh because it's the truth. Like no one knew this was coming. No one was prepared. It's 2020, anything goes, you just got to go with it and just, you know, think outside the box and hey, if you really want to be safe, you'll move everything and, and deal with it. If not, then just keep going month to month and chancing and see what happens, you know?
0: Yeah. I mean, I think it's always good to have the backup date. Um, Yes. yes. So that's what I would tell pretty much any bride and groom who is in limbo right now or. I would have said that probably five months ago, too. Actually, I did say that five months ago. But um, if you are in that limbo stage, if you don't know what's going to go on around your date, see if you can put a date on hold for for the following year, just so that you have that backup plan. Because the truth is, if your wedding is, let's say, November of this year, your right. invitations got to go out in September. So... That's not far away. And now you don't want to be sending out invitations twice. It ends up getting costly. So you're better off kind of making that decision kind of quickly. um, You know, before you, before you send out money and and payments and deposits that really you should probably hold off on if you're going to move dates.
1: Exactly. But the other thing is too, you got to think about, soon as November starts, you get into the holidays. You got to send invites out like August and let your family know, hey, I'm having a wedding a week before Thanksgiving or a week before Christmas. Like You got to let people know these things because people travel. People have families and kids. That's extra money they got to spend. So, you know, uh, invitations should go out earlier. Plus, if we're going to have a problem still with, you know, COVID-19 and the wedding is going to be called off, then you got to move it and you got to you know, redo everything and shift it around. And then it's the holidays, you know, because right after Halloween, it gets crazy.
0: It does. Yeah. No, that's so true. Um, I feel like we don't, you know, I've talked about this before is that, you know, wedding Mm -hmm. season used to be like your May through October, but now it's, I mean, especially now with um, COVID, I think it's not really going to matter month or anything like that. It's going to be all rounds. People are going to be open to all year rounds. Yep. Um, you know, we always saw that the holidays are busy because some brides and grooms like to get married around the holidays. It makes for a good time for decor to have the Christmas trees and everything lit up. Um, you know, people still want that early November to get that like last bit of fall in Yeah, some, yep. you know, people like the January, February, cause they want to do the winter wedding, especially work in the industry. They yep. try to do off season, just so that they can get, you know, they can go on their honeymoon afterwards too. You know, a lot of people don't realize being in the industry. Uh, you and I realize this is that we can't get away normally no. through October. Um, no. You know, I it's I mean. This year would have been our first year that we could have kind of gone away because of everything with COVID. Um, where we're where we have more time to ourselves. Not that we want it, but um <laughs> but we have it. But where are you during this time? Nowhere. So yeah, it's uh it's a weird feeling being off in the summer.
1: No, I went um, to a lot of places. I went into my living room, my bathroom, my kitchen, my yard. Oh,
0: great. That sounds like the vacation <laughs> of a lifetime.
1: <laughs> i actually i actually know who my neighbors are now because i'm home
0: right uh me too actually yeah me too i know who my neighbors are now my car has never um had less mileage on it Yep. um yeah i feel like i barely ever like need to go get gas in the car it's like very strange it's,
1: um, it's insane it's just it's been a wacky year Um, and I'm not going to talk about all the other things that happened this year, but because we're talking about weddings, but it just, it just plain sucks. And I feel bad for the industry, the vendors, the venues, and all the brides and grooms and clients. It's just, it's a really sucky time for everybody. And I think we have to put our differences aside, whether you you're for this or for that, or you hate this or you hate that. You got to think about one thing and that's about our industry and helping each other to get through it and do what's the best thing for our clients. Because in this business, I know I do it because I love it. And I love what I do. And I love my clients. I'm not rich. Yes, I'm comfortable. I have some money. I don't drive a Maserati. I don't live in Brookville. But you know, I'm okay. But I still love what I do. And I want to see my clients in the next two years be happy. And that all comes from dealing with this. Just like we dealt with 911. We dealt with you know, war uh wars that you know, the desert storm in the early nineties, you know, nine eleven, anything crazy like that that happened or hurricanes, Hurricane Sandy, you work through it and you make the client feel special and you just make it happen. That's what's important.
0: Right. Yep. And I think that we you know we will come back from this. And it's also it's like you said, um just about helping each other out as an industry. And there's so many people in this industry. There's so many people who've been hurt by it. And there are a lot of people who are pivoting, you know, seeing a lot of, a lot of florists who are doing, who are making sure to like, even though they, they no longer have like the big indoor weddings that they're used to, they're still trying to make the outside for the chuppahs and the arrangements look just as beautiful. And, you know, um Oh yeah. You know, we have our bands and DJs out there and you know, they're out there, they're in masks, whatnot, but they're making it happen. Yep. Um, you know, we have our hairdressers and our makeup artists who are there, you know, making sure that the bride looks beautiful on their day, even though like they gotta be in a mask if they have to wear gloves or whatnot, they're doing it and you know, making sure that they're picture perfect, our photographers video. Out there for hours, you know, with masks on, but, you know, staying socially distant. Um, Yeah, 100%. Yeah. And and just about, you know, staying relevant in a time where, you know, our industry has been, you know, like lacking and whatnot. But it's also, you want to try to keep in contact and keep everybody afloat because, you know what? It it has been hard and you don't want people to, you know, go out of business or whatnot because of everything going on. Um,
1: I know. And it's a shame, you know, you drive around Long Island and you see all these small little shops, you know, on main streets and all those little towns that are closing up because they're not something that somebody needs to get through to live. You know, there it's not like, oh, I have to go to Home Depot or I have to go to the food store or, you know, they're just little shops that are relevant That's you go to shop to buy something that you want. Right now, it's not things that we want. We have to live and need certain things, especially if a lot of people are not working. And if you are working, you're worrying about saving your money. And if you're still going to be around the next couple of months, you know, to have a wedding because you don't know what's going to happen with the state.
0: Right. Yeah. I mean, honestly, we we'll, we just have to hope and pray and continue to do the right thing. Yeah. Um. You know, I know people like us. We where we follow the rules because we want to make sure that you know things can open up as fast as humanly possible, and it's just about um doing uh, the right thing now so that in the long term we can like our industry can get back to like thriving um you know events can then really happen in full force in 2021 which is yep. you know of course what we're praying for um and keep kind of planning as as necessary as um keep planning for the future you know as as if everything will be back to normal you exactly. know it, it's really all that we can do
1: you know, uh we like anything else, we always come out of it. we're resilient, we'll beat it, we'll come back better than ever, and you know, and that's been true since the start of time. And I mean, every time we have something major that happens, we work through it.
0: Exactly. And at a time like this, when things are so tough, it's just knowing that you just have to pivot a little bit in your career. And I, I've talked about that before, and I'm sure that I'll be talking about this for a while, but it's that it's just learning new things during this time to make you like even more well-prepared for what you do. Um, you know, if anything, this has shown us like, Hey, everything about being sanitary, you know, we took seriously before, but now we have to take such extra precaution and it's, it's bringing something new to the table that really should be done. Correct. So, yeah. Um, you know, I was going to say it's not a bad thing because um, it's not a bad thing, you know, but it definitely has been going on for quite some time now. So it's like, yeah. yeah we can only hope that um you know with all the preparation that we've done and whatnot is that we will be back very soon um to what to a to a world that we used to know that's right <laughs> <Woo-hoo>! <laughs> well phil you are a blast like always um, last in a glass baby <laughs> thank you so much for coming on today um i know that that um, I sprung it on you uh, pretty last second. um, But you were down and I was like, Oh, let me get my let me get it together. And uh, so that we could record today. And, you know, I look forward to officiating somebody's wedding soon. I mean, like, we're right here and we are ready for you.
1: We are. Uh, get it out there. It's the newest thing. I mean, you know, it's people, the newest
0: thing. Yep. Yeah,
1: girls want to do this, like, every weekend because they, they're in love. They want to get married. They'll have the big wedding next year. Go to town hall. Get the certificate for uh, the license for $40. bucks. we will marry you, and that's it. And then it actually helps out, too, because if one of you needs to be on the other's insurance... Or you got someone in the military and you want everything to be, you know, on the up and up and you want the paperwork to start now and you can't wait another year, year and a half and you need to get benefits, whatever. Get married now.
0: (laughs) That that is true. I love how you took such a turn on that. But. uh... You know, we're really just practical people here at The Bride Tender. We're like, get on the other one's insurance, yo. Um, (laughs) We're real. Come
1: on, We're down to earth. I'm not going to sit here and sugarcoat it. This is life. Come on.
0: That that is so funny. Otherwise, if
1: you need insurance or 401k, let's go to McDonald's and get a job and we'll be fine.
0: I mean, listen, you're marrying this person anyway, whether it's now or next year. I mean, come on.
1: Exactly. We can still do the fake ceremony next year in front of all your guests. They won't know. And we'll do it again. You'll get married twice.
0: You'll get married twice. Why not? Right? Exactly. Listen, I'm I'm with you on that.
1: People got to understand, you know, when we had Sandy, the same thing happened. Everybody, you know, didn't have a wedding that weekend. Sandy hit on a Tuesday, I think. And weddings were Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Some people lost their venues. Some people lost their houses. So how are you going to get married? You need one of those. So they didn't get married. They pushed the wedding off for months or a year, you know? Some, yeah. Some people still got married that weekend, and the hall, like, didn't have certain things. But, you know, we worked through it, and the brides just dealt with it. And some of them went on their honeymoons, and they got married next year. So it's the same thing happening now. Go on your honeymoon, move your wedding to next year,
0: and have a laugh. Yeah. Hurricane Sandy, it seems like so, like, what- well, like what a lifetime ago, and I'm yep. sure in a few years from now we'll be saying that about twenty twenty and um covid times, um, but yeah, I remember with Hurricane Sandy, my house had eight feet of water, and like, no you. no right. power for for over six weeks, and Holy like, not wow. yeah, like nothing and then and and there was like uh, I used to work in catering, what not, like being a server. And I was a junior in college at the time of Hurricane Sandy. And I remember weddings were like still kind of going on, but my, you know, I didn't have any, any power, any electric, uh, you know, and we couldn't get gas that it was like, I remember (laughs) my, my, my dad was like dropping me off at work because like, they didn't even want me to take the car because we couldn't even get gas. And it was like, Listen, if we can get through that, we can get through this. Right, (laughs) because that was
1: 2012.
0: Yeah, oh God.
1: Right, and you flooded because you live in Oceanside, right? Yep.
0: Yeah. yeah. See,
1: so you think about how many people on Long Island live by the water, whether it's the north or the south shore. They all got screwed. And what about half the halls that are on the water? They got they got screwed too. So yeah. it was it was a bad time and we worked through it. And even if your hall wasn't affected, what if you lost your house?
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: Where are you going to yeah. go?
0: <laughs> so yeah. You're,
1: you're going to worry about getting married? You're like, uh, I need to build my house. Like, So that was yeah. really a bad time, you know? And it was there was other bad times, you know, I wasn't alive, but everybody talks about the flu pandemic in 1969. You know, when we had Woodstock, I heard there was another similar uh, virus that was out for two years. And then you have the one from 1918, the Spanish flu that none of us remember, because that was eons ago. So
0: (laughs) right. And so it goes to show, I mean, obviously, our world has made it through all of those things. Um, We'll make it, as well um even thinking about hurricane sandy i'm like wow you know that seems like a lifetime ago it really wasn't that It was less than eight years ago right um yeah i think if i was mentally stable enough to get through that i'll get through this um you know you know am i mentally stable enough that's the big question
1: that's the thing i'm just kidding
0: (laughs) 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 <laughs> <But> <laughs> I have my moments and my days, but uh
1: everybody does. We're human, but you know what? We'll we'll get through it. Let's let's go. I'm ready for twenty twenty-one.
0: I am also ready for twenty twenty one. So uh we will be there before we know it and uh life will be returning to normal as long as people continue to wear masks. And social distance in the meantime.
1: Exactly. When we have New Year's Eve, we're going to make glasses off. That says 2020 blows.
0: Oh, seriously. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. I, I can't even. This will be... When anybody who complains about 2019, I do, you can't. Right? You can't. It, because uh, we will be more than ready for 2021. I'm with you. <laughs> well... Phil, thanks so much for coming on the podcast today.
1: My pleasure. Anytime. You're a breath of fresh air. I love you. I love the podcast. We'll do this <laughs> again. Peace to everybody. Do the right thing. It'll get better. And we'll see you in 2021.
0: Yes. Thank you all so much for tuning into The Bride Tender. Uh, we go live every Monday at 12 p.m. on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. For your wedding fix each week, um, you can follow me and all my Instagram stories at the Candy Guru. Uh, my my candy table displays on my Instagram at event Vampire. My event blog showcasing the top event trends on Long Island at the Long Island Eventista, and of course, make sure to follow the Bride Tender for all fun facts, ways to save money on your special day, and hiring the best in the business um, for your wedding. Make sure to follow Phil at After Hours DJ and Music, um, where you can keep up with everything he's doing right now, any specials that he's offering, and really just getting in touch to see what he can do for your special day. He's got so much to offer. Um, DJ, food truck, photo booth. Um, you know, fishy, lighting, lighting a efficiency, a right? Exactly. You name it, he's got it. And you know, and don't forget that we're here to also, you know, bring less stress to this special time in your life and help you out as much as we can. You can always feel free to, you know, reach out to me with any questions that you may have, and I'm happy to help you out and you know, relieve any anxiety that you might have during this time. Um, Thank you so much for tuning in. Um, We'll see you on Monday. Stay sane, stay healthy, and we'll catch you next week. Bye.
1: Peace.